0: Hi, I'm Brian Usna, director of um, Bride Reanimator. I'm Jeffrey Combs.
1: And, uh, I guess I am the reanimator.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is Howard
2: Berger from K&B Effects Group. Yes. We uh, handled uh, all the Bride effects and makeups, on, and also the uh, the crazies in the beginning of the film that run throughout the film, and a bunch of the blood gags.
3: And uh, Robert Kurtzman, uh, also
4: a K&B partner. Uh, Tom Renoni, the uh, uh, effects supervisor, second unit director, and unit publicist and all around, uh, deadbeat. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and, uh, I'm Mike Deak. I was the, uh, supervisor for John Beekler's MMI and Wayne Toth and I did Dr. Hillhead effects and the bats.
6: <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Screaming Matt George, <laughs> and, uh, I was in charge of, uh, uh failed experiments, you know, for the, uh, ride.
7: My name's John Beekler. I, uh, for, worked on the very first Reanimator movie, directed by Stuart Gordon, produced by Brian Usna. When Brian made Bride of Reanimator, he had requested my presence uh, again as he was uh, bringing back the Dr. Hill head. So we created a new animatronic head.
2: Pretty much what we're doing is we're sitting here watching Bride of Reanimator after 10 years, and uh, most of us haven't seen it for 10 years. And um, we're eating some food and drinking some beer. So if you're clinking bottles, that's what that's what's going on. <laughs> now, when we started doing this film, this is the first film that we all kind of worked on together. Uh, this is the first time we worked with Tom Renoni, so um, it was quite an experience. And
4: yeah, it's been great. Been friends yeah. ever since. Worked together ever since. Yep, and, uh, yeah.
2: Tons and tons of movies.
4: And uh, I was at uh, Brian's house all night one night. Was really pushing for it sort of a uh, William Castle opening where I wanted Brian to introduce it and it sort of evolved into that Dr. Hill opening. Yeah, and that was all
2: part of the carnival sequence right. that was cut out of the film. Now this is uh, this war scene. Actually, this is this is stuff we did. We had to make a bunch of bullet hits and all that. And, when but, yeah. we were
4: shooting this, um, Dave Friedman visited the set, the man that uh, invented gore with Herschel Gordon Lewis with Blood Feast, owns a pussycat chain, and uh, I personally had him uh, supervise the gore and approve it.
2: And, and most of the gore in this film, Tom will even say that he's pretty much responsible for. It. Even when we were prepping, Tom would call up in the middle of the night as Bob and I and the crew were working, you know, make sure you got all that blood and pus. got to have pus on set. So it's just like, oh, Brian, you can't be wanting all this pus. And,
4: I was real you know, happy about
2: that. Yeah, we brought everything Tom wanted because we thought it was coming from Brian.
4: When it got the X rating, <laughs> uh, Brian personally uh, either blamed or thanked me. I could never figure out what, but uh, he did write on my uh, laser disc, thanks for the X. <laughs> But you know when it did get an unrating, and, and immediately these guys started wanting to cut the negative. And co-producer Mike Muscala yep. and I knew to get an immediate one-inch made. And thanks to him okaying it, everything. It, that's why the unrated, uh, which is the only one I might add that's sold on any market. That's why it exists. But there's only two prints in existence.
1: These reptiles are the key. You just still don't understand, do you? This is no longer about
2: just... Reason. So this scene, how, I don't remember, did they shoot this for a, like a week or was this a couple of days? Yeah, it was a day? week. It was like well, a week. Was yeah, was, I was out that week for some reason. I just remember Greg and Spats going to do it. And this was shot on the North Hollywood stage, wasn't mm-hmm. right, it? Right. It was one up by uh, Sherman Way. Right. It's interesting how we got involved with this film was Bob had worked with Brian Yuzna, and Stuart Gordon on a film called From Beyond when he was working with Mark Showstrom at the time. And Bob just became friends with Brian. and. And they had talked about other projects. And this came up, and we had just started K&B. and b started in 1988. This was done in 1989, the summer of 1989.
4: That's Spatola. Yeah, man. that was Spatola, actually,
2: who was working for us. Yeah. And And, um, and you know, Brian called Bob, and we agreed to do it. And, you know, they, they ended up, you know, splitting up the effects. Like we said, we handled the bride stuff. And John Beekler and Mike Deke handled um, handled all the Dr. Hill stuff and other things. And, and Screaming at George handled all the creature oddity stuff at the very end of the movie and tony dublin did a bunch of stuff the eyeball thing along with dave allen and
4: the, uh, and the armed dog, dog the
2: arm dog yeah. so it was really split up and a, uh, and a, a lot of the reason for that i think was because the of the movie, time frame the movie
3: came together well, yeah. really yeah. fast yeah.
4: that's uh, the reason was, the time frame yeah it was
2: just very quick pre-production
4: being able to get everything done and it was a really
2: hard film to work on. It was extremely exhausting. Uh, we had very very little prep. Hours. Yeah. It was yeah, a 24, 24 hours. Was it was a 25 hours, six, eight days a week job, and, and, and we literally were working our our brains to nothing. All now. the
3: way all the way through prep and, and shooting because we would shoot half you know the first half of the day the first day of shooting every day was a um, first unit first unit thing and then second Oops. unit took over from there and we shot all night long, so yeah. and I I know we were and Brian would like. Everyone yeah. would go away. That was on first right. unit. There's this little crew of guys that were there 24 hours, and then mm-hmm. Brian would be crashing yeah. various areas of the set, kind of yeah. sitting up while we're prepping all these blood gags. Yeah, and because, it was
5: the makeup effects crews that were the ones that were working 24-hour yeah. shifts, yeah. and everyone yeah, else, the camera department, yeah. everybody else had two different crews coming in. But we were there for the whole. Actually, one point
4: three different crews. The way it was yeah. yeah. structured was K and B focused on the bride, which was a you know the pinnacle piece, and then from there all the gore. And because uh, you know, gore is a very important thing to me, and I don't—I want to see it in the hands of experts, and not just hashed out like so many people do it today. You know, still an art form, man.
3: Yeah. Then uh, John handled the hillhead, John Beekler's
4: company. Tony Dublin, the hand dog, and he yeah. uh, sculpted and designed the uh, finger creature. I think George designed it. Yeah, right. George but I think did, did Tony, designed it. And Tony Dublin built it. Excuse right. and
3: me. Dave Allen animated it. Dave Allen
4: animated. It. Still working with Dave. Just directed a Faberge commercial where he did the stop motion on a two-headed creature. A Couple years, '93, hired him to do this shoe stop motion shot and freaked.
2: It's funny watching this credits. Like the guy production designer Philip Duffin just went by and he uh, he production designed Evil Dead 2 and and he's production designing a film we're currently doing right now. So oh, yeah? Yet another underlying lattice of coincidence.
4: Billy DeMoto, he's a great casting director here. and actually cares about the old character actors and hmm. guys like... Uh, only casting directors would know who William Smith or Charles Napier is. He's great.
5: Yeah, one small note, the one thing that kind of did help this thing, because I remember that for uh, the Dr. Hill's head stuff, we were, I believe, building a lot of that stuff as you guys were actually shooting some of the earlier scenes in the movie cuz the pre-production was so right. short but the one thing that was uh, kind of good about it is that like like you say that Bob and I had worked together with Brian in Rome doing From Beyond with Tony Dublin uh-huh. so at least our three effects okay. crews were like you know we had an experience working under these right. conditions with everybody together and although I didn't know blow what any conditions
3: air tanks up on this show Yeah. So. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: we just blew our our minds out but yeah it was pretty exhausting i mean we we had very short time uh, they they spent a long time casting the bride. It was Kathleen Kenmont. She got I think we got her like a week before she shot actually. That's you so. see that
4: right off the one oh one near Laurel on the oh, yeah. north side of the road.
2: There's Kathleen. So they hired Kathleen. We got her they hired her on a Thursday. We got her Friday for body casting. We pulled the body cast out and Bob and I sculpted the makeup and suit in a weekend and then had to mold it and, and get it ready for the next week's shooting. It was it was really difficult, and it yeah. was a pretty involved makeup. In
3: fact, we had such a little amount of time for design that we ended up getting an Invisible Woman uh, model, model and sculpting the, the suit over that to show to Brian, because
4: we didn't have time to start anything <laughs> from scratch. But
2: yep. I mean, we, this is we, where we we're shooting Brown.
4: We real hospital, and I mean, I'm not kidding. On the floor below us was... A definite uh, death ward. I mean, it was very grim. I went down to use the phone, and even, even you felt billets, it was grim. Uh, yeah, it was hideous. Yeah. First aid's victims were being wheeled out, and yeah. uh, it was a cancer that's ward, diseases of the blood ward, and it was a. Uh, we were right there in the midst of it shooting this, which uh, I guess accounts for something
0: stupidity. I guess
1: this was the first day of shooting. Was it? Yes. Your house burned. Oh, that's tonight. right. Before. My house burned down
0: that that night.
1: You smelled like a.
2: But what I always thought was great is that Brian was um, yeah, he stuck with it. it yeah, stuck with it 100, and even though he came to set every day and yeah. smelled like smoke, yeah, yeah it was you know, amazing. Was, even the dailies, I remember going to dailies and he just the whole place smelled like smoke. But that guy showed up the whole time, and like you had mentioned on Second Unit, even though we were we were working around the clock and Brian was too, he would come and sit set even if Tom was directing Science. Second Unit. And just crash and get up when it was time to get up to take a look through the camera.
4: Yeah. So, so it was uh, very admirable. Mike Muscow, that body there has been in more movies than Charlton Heston. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, th- I think that body, <laughs> we've used
2: that body way too much.
4: That's uh, Mel Stewart. Uh, that's a location manager with the IV, I forget his name. Uh, Mel Stewart was yeah. on, uh, like, uh, That's My Mama. That's right, all those it. TV shows and movies
2: right. and stuff. But yeah, it was, it was uh, an adventure. I don't know if I'd ever have the energy to do a fun.
3: Yeah, we can't do this anymore. This, yeah, this kind of 24-hour work, work, working yeah. around the clock thing.
2: We start complaining at about 10 hours. I <laughs> yeah. understand that you're in charge of the remains from the night of the massacre? Yes,
5: but it's my understanding that the
2: case is closed. Not to me. But it was cool. I mean, I think ultimately we were really happy with everything. I was really happy with the bride makeup, I with all the hard really? work it took it was it was like a good uh oh, there's a that's the stunt head Mike, yeah that's Mike, the talk head talk about that head yeah thank talk about uh, this that this should go to talk Mike geek now yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah that's the uh I, I don't oh boy this has been a long time ago but that uh, yeah we had the two heads for dr hill we had the stunt head and then we had a fully mechanical head that later on we attached the bat wings to um I remember we had a hard time with that thing because the yeah. wings were so heavy with the mechanism that was on that. Finally, got it worked with
4: pantyhose.
5: Well, yeah, it was pantyhose, or and we had acetate sheets too, the plastic yeah. acid. We tried everything with that to make and the wings we lighter. We
4: undercranked them on a test. Yeah, and then they finally got them. I'm in this scene, I think, as a body, right?
5: Yeah, you're you're in the plastic bag on the shelf, right?
4: Yeah, there I am. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lots of generic body parts. Boy, you made everything for this. Because we didn't have the budget to make all the body parts. Yeah. We basically got meat, which started stinking after a few days in there. Oh, it just oh, happens, it just be happens hanging hanging to be
1: around. sitting there. What's this? Cough medicine.
5: That's something, uh, Dr. Hill was no. I haven't been able to identify yet. Oh. <laughs> oh,
0: really? <laughs> That was all butchers all this all that pla- not not the limbs of course but all the other stuff.
1: was well, that, actual That's not as gross as the uh, real dead cat that we had in the first reanimator.
4: <laughs> oh, it's Michael Strasser. He's great. Been a lot of stuff uh saw him the other day with Richard Lynch is a you know racist killer with uh, a hunter, you know that type of guy. Where
8: are her feet?
0: Now oh, this was an actual incinerator for uh, the cemetery. I remember, remember that. that yeah. The woman that oh, showed us it was this creepy. had all of her her body parts yeah. stories. Yeah. Uh, we asked her if she if they really did burn body parts and such down there, and she reached into a closet and pulled out a leg to show us.
1: Oh my God. let me guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
8: Yes.
1: so I guess I've never been in here before
0: yeah mm. I just happened to step in
1: or, or actually no these are uh, I, I go in here uh, Periodically, and now I'm finding uh, something very the important interesting. Thing. The Halsey, Megan.
0: So this is one of those situations where you have to have seen the first movie to
1: to understand exactly what it is I'm taking. And if you haven't seen it, you'll it'll be explained. to you. How did you get back here? The
0: interesting thing about this story was that originally we weren't going to have, um, have Hill in it. That's because right. Because Hill had all his Hill was head had dead. been squished up and thrown out and all this stuff. And, I, and, and um, David Gale called me up and he said, you know, what I heard he you were doing Reanimator 2. I said, yeah. And he said, well, what's in it for me? I said, well, God, David, I, I just think Actually. that, I mean, Hill kind of really, he blew up. His head got squished up, and he was thrown away. And he said, no, no, I think it can work.
1: <laughs> see, those actors. And see. that's
0: actually what made the story have Dr. Hill in it. Because uh, if he hadn't called, um, you wouldn't I wouldn't have, uh, have ever thought. And I remember I called up, um, who, who was it? It was um, Tony um, Dublin. Tony Dublin. And said, well, you know, we were going to bring back Hill. And he was just, he said, God, we really mangled Smash, that smashed no, no. him up you can't bring him back so of course that's why we had the business with um the detective um fixing Going, him up yes finding him taking him to be fixed up i remember when when david gale um <clears throat> came to came to he came in for a wardrobe
1: there is no and wardrobe. and he said we don't have anything
0: <laughs> for you and he said what <laughs> And he came to me and he said, I just realized I'm just ahead of this movement.
1: with wings.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that was a Woody Keith solution the wings. <laughs> That's
1: nice,
7: gives him movement. The majority of the action uh, with the head was David, you know, with his head sticking through a prop or a wall or a table. Uh, And and I would say the the reason why the uh, effect was so good is because he was such an amazing actor and he could make anything look real. Uh, Again, for those completely impossible shots where you had to have the eyes moving and the mouth opening and closing uh, while the head was being passed or it was flying or it was doing something because we didn't actually graft bat wings onto it. We created a mechanical version which was a little bit more sophisticated than the uh, 1-4 reanimator. It was a radio control head. Uh, The eyes moved, uh, the mouth moved, the brow worked. Um, It was a fairly sophisticated little model. You actually see it a lot in the movie. If you don't know, you're, you're not looking at it. There were a couple of green screen shots that we had done with the head, and they're fairly obvious. And because I think you're looking for something that looks uh, strange, you just sort of accept the uh, mechanical head flying around. We had created different uh, portions in the head where we could connect a pipe and a pole, almost like a, a sound man holds a microphone. You could make the head fly either from the top of its head and, and cut, uh, cut it by virtue of the, uh, the framing of camera or you could stick it on the side and you wouldn't see it, or you could stick it underneath and you wouldn't see it. So it, it gave us uh, multiple opportunities to make this thing swoop through a scene and look live. Additionally, we had these wacky bat wings that were uh, glued to the side of his head with um, <laughs> reanimation goo. Um, and this was the tricky thing. We um, We had to hand puppet these things on large rods by Mike Deke, who had the longest arms. So he would essentially sit under the head, wherever it would be, flapping the hell out of it uh, while it was being put through the scene. Now this also worked on David Gale's head when he was flapping around because we had a, a, a fiberglass element that was covered by a wig and an appliance that that attached these bat wings to his head as well as the mechanical head. So when these things were flapping around (laughs) uh, it it was actually funnier to look at the setup than it was the actual effect on camera. Uh, And we had to shoot these things I believe at 12 frames per second so that they achieved a, a high speed velocity when the wings were flapping. Uh, which is really tricky because David Gale, particularly in the green screen shots, was talking. So he had to talk at uh, roughly half speed to make up for the <laughs> double speed that we were shooting. Initially, uh, Tony Dublin was in charge of putting together the Hillheads for the first Reanimator movie. This is prior to my being a part of it. And he had convinced both. Uh, Brian Usna and Stuart Gordon, that the only way to make an artificial head look like a real head is to make sure that something on it doesn't change. And that was the hair. And so on the first reanimator movie, they gave him this wacky, dark wig that looked like a wig. But it made his head look like the phony head. And so essentially, it was very easy to replicate. So when the second movie was made and David Gale was going to uh, be this character again, he hated that damn wig. He did not want to wear that wig again and and he realized it looked artificial. David Gale had a full head of wonderful hair and he said, is there any way you can use my hair and make the head look real? And I said, of course we can, but you know what? You wouldn't look like the same character anymore. So we actually used a wig but we used a lace front foundation in the second movie. If you look at the hairlines in both movies, you'll see that the one in the original reanimator absolutely looks looks like the guy's wearing a rug. In the second movie, it actually looks like his hair, but it's actually a a more elaborate wig. So uh, once, I mean, he, he hated the concept of using a wig from the very beginning until we glued it down, put the lace in front, and saw it, and it looked real. Her, Dan is just not impressed
1: no no, he's had enough of this he's wanted to tell me something from the moment he came in and I'm just not <laughs> letting him
0: and this was this was interesting to try to do a basement that had tried to tried to make the um,
1: basement <laughs> set it was a great
0: set a set for every major scene that would take place down there it was and great it had with all kinds of,
1: of alcoves in it and uh...
0: And of course, the idea here was was to try to get the the um, exposition taken care of while something
1: was actually going right, on while we were doing it. This is the key to creating life parts, reanimated parts. I remember you talking about this exactly. and what years, we years before the we did it, uh, doodling,
0: doodling right. with body parts. Yeah, I remember at one time we were thinking about two eyes or with an ear. Or uh-huh. This is the new step up. You can actually stick things together with right <laughs> the serum. And
4: here's the magical handiwork yeah. of David Allen. That's really, that's really cool. And <laughs> as a visual <laughs> effects supervisor as well, I'm qualified to say that. That this is before digital and I, I just think it looks great. Now that's Tony Dublin's hands, I believe. That's an insert shot where the two forefingers are real, right. and then you have a wire piece holding that on top of it. So it's a combination of several things: a pull toy in and the in and and wide shots, uh, stop motion when you see it moving in close up, and then um, practical hand and we see pieces of it.
0: Okay, this is and like and you, a soap opera shot here. Here is
1: <laughs> the coup de gras. It's all film as a combination. there you go mm-hmm. the
4: plate if you notice that light it was kind of stretched the plate on that shot got kind of screwed up at the lab and it was always a little murky it wasn't anything to do with the technicians or David Allen it was always sort of a it was a mistake made at the lab by yeah, the way uh, Dean Ramser uh, one of the the executive in charge of the production has also remained a good friend of all of us and um, He's great. He works at Photochem Labs, and is uh, from this picture. Whenever we come in with our own individual projects, gives us a great rate right to make sure that we succeed. To continue. He's uh, by the way the hands uh, coming up behind uh, Jeffrey Combs in the re- original Reanimator One sheet. I, uh, I wrote the first interview with Jeffrey Combs, I was still in college when the first one came out and entered, thought it was, you know, it came out the best thing, the as Light, you know, and called him and wrote it up and then uh, came out with a little film I made, it was nominated for Student Academy Award and met Hughes and all those guys and it was great and uh, From Beyond it just wrapped. and. Uh, uh supplied the H P Lovecraft signature for the credits to From Beyond and pretty cool. That's that all began for me.
3: And then on this Tom was just the mad Texan that came in. we were like, who the hell is this Texas? Yeah. It's like nobody <laughs> liked Tom can,
2: at first we were so we were so yeah, scared actually. I hated you bastards. Too. Yeah. He <laughs> and George but, and I especially hated yeah. each other. <laughs> That's right. But I'll tell you what, through the course of the film we really realized we all became allies and, yeah, exactly. and we really had a hold together and we've been Really great friends since then. But it was a couple of days into into it. George and I wanted to kill each other up until the (laughs) end. That's right. Some
4: about a Texas uh, guy commingling with a Japanese guy with uh, makeup and yellow hair. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, after that, I learned that uh, none of this gender, race shit means anything when you have people that are passionate and work at all hours to make films better. That's the real bonding. Yeah because that's so damn rare in his town now. And, uh, yeah, it is. Very much so. Nice. The first room in the house, the very first room, is location. Right. This looks like a hammer set, you know, it was lit like that, Rick Victor. Yeah,
2: right. yeah we just worked with Rick on um, Haunting of Hill House. He was shooting stuff for Phil Tippett.
4: Yeah, that's so he's right.
2: Back to, he back had worked at
3: ILM. Yeah. He was the second unit DPO in the film. Or the, no, I'm sorry, he was the first on unit DPO right. in the film.
2: But up until that point, he had done a lot of right. stuff with ILM and, and shot with Phil Tippett. So oh, yeah. when we were on set, Greg went up to him and looked at him and just went, Bridery Animator, Rick yeah. cringed and, you know. <laughs> The North Hollywood facility that we were shooting at was broken down in these little teeny offices. It was really horrible. It was like,
3: what, 110 <laughs> yeah, degrees? it was in during there. the yeah. summer.
2: It was. It's just really stunk. And, was... and w- in one room was uh, Mike and Wayne doing the, the Batty Bathead yeah. yeah. on, on David Gale. And then we had a room where we did the bride makeups. And I, I just remember that crappy cardboard on the floor. Remember there's cardboard on the floor? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. the one that get, put
4: it. Did you? I mean, <laughs> it, it was like, it was
2: impossible to clean up those rooms because it was just a, uh, blood and... Everywhere, scraps yeah. and crap everywhere and then across the way was George's room and at that point Keith Ettenmeyer was working for George <laughs> Keith That's right, yep. was working for George George started the show and had to leave he went to Japan for a while and then Keith took over and supervised and was in his own personal hell about the show mm-hmm. and, uh, and then George came back right before the, the end of the film where they shot all his stuff and George always had that entourage around of yeah, the like uh, intern cameras. Remember, they were like making a documentary on George, and yeah, but they, they, they came also through. He also I had like 20 uh, interns and things <laughs>
5: like that. So, every time George had an effects working, there would be uh, 20 people surrounding mm-hmm. him at least. <laughs> That's right.
4: It is weird because uh, I just came off the same schedule
1: with George that we were in this it's movie. In the police records, which I'm certain you have access to, I understand that you have some radical ideas. About you know, Claude
0: Earl Jones has a big, um, when I was
1: in a big school, I might have had New Irish
0: Year's discussion. bash every year. He does? In a Irish tradition. Oh, you should go. Yeah. I think it's an Irish bash. It's all, it's really, uh, I, I haven't, I've gotten the invitations, but it's like a big deal. Big it's Irish all thing. all real I ethnic
1: deal, and everything.
4: That's a pull toy. You'd have to set the rubber just right, yeah. so, which you could. But if you pulled it, it would look like it's moving. It's funny. I learned all my jury rigging
0: from Mike Deak on this picture. <laughs> Bruce was very happy to let his hair be longer in this. Uh-huh. I think you were too. Did I have my? I hair think your hair is a little more stylish. Yeah. Bruce got to be a little more stylish. He liked that. He, yeah, I didn't he really. He really didn't want to be the kind of the, the straight nerd laced. Guy yeah, there. right. A little more romantic, the payoff of the scene. Once again, just trying to um, have something going on during the exposition.
1: Right.
4: Oh, God, I smashed that. And that was egg (laughs) yolk in there. Literally. And I just uh, took a big book and smashed it as hard as I could, and Tony got all mad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile... Meanwhile, he's decided to um, <clears throat> look at this stuff. Aha! Uh-huh. Something's going on. Take look! Oh, the bat! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, now, you did
3: this too,
2: right?
5: Dick? Yeah, yeah. We did the bat. I, I don't. I think Nick Mara was, was working on this thing. Yeah, too. I saw uh, him the
2: other day at, yeah.
4: the,
5: uh,
2: at yeah.
4: the car place. At, oh,
2: yeah, man, I standing outside a Home Damn. Depot. Yeah. What?
4: Because John, John, I gotta tell this, yeah. Mike Deak and Wayne Toth are under this, and for some reason his actor didn't know that this was going to happen.
8: <laughs> I can't <laughs>
4: explain to you why, and watch his eyes when, when this thing comes to life. It's a real look. It's how show going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. I can't explain it. Why he didn't know. Well, there
5: was one point too where Brian was suggesting that since it's a it's a it's a fake bat and it's like obviously doesn't fly or anything like that, Brian wanted to have the the there bat go under a sheet and then to have the sheet on a wire flying around the room and chasing. Uh, uh, what, what
4: why, why would you? That's the best idea. I know, but I don't know why side. we.
5: I don't, but that was one of the. I don't even no, know if we even man, had shooting that. Yeah, that's Remember? A, yeah, this okay. is the actor here, like he's just, you know, obviously yeah. moving the wings with his hand. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I always cool like
5: that actor, shot, right? though,
3: with it coming up and the, the, the wing flying over the camera there. That's cool. Yeah, yeah
5: it's a
4: word.
5: Because John was working on Ghoulies Go to College or something at the time. That's why yeah. he, uh, he couldn't be on set for a lot of it, because he was directing right. his film. So that's why Wayne and I ended up doing all these uh, effects for this thing. He
4: spearheaded uh, all of it. Well, he ran the shop and everything. I mean, I know the guy uh, going. I mean, it's all right. Fiegler did a great job uh, keeping it. uh, Eighty-eight different movies going.
5: Yeah, exactly. Because that shop was like doing that, doing all this stuff. Was doing all the stuff for Charlie Band at the time, plus John's own directorial projects.
4: It's to where as soon as Mike and I met, it was instant. Hatred, but for everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> of course.
2: I remember in one of the production meetings, we were sitting there, and Mike was sitting down the road from me. I kept looking at him. You know, we were just sitting there because we just thought, it was you know, this is ridiculous. Look down, and there's Mike, and he had a picture of a bat. And, and anytime we would come to question, now, Mike, how are we doing this? Oh, I know. It was that bat thing. And they are saying, how are we going to do the bat thing? You're like, we're going to take the bat and put it on a string. We're going to throw it around. I'm like, no, Mike, really, how are we going to do that? <laughs> We're going to take the bat and put a string on it, we're going to throw it around. Oh, there Okay, it is. then, moving on. Yeah, but the thing was, it and that did right. kind of work, didn't Listen, it? Because that that's thing. what yeah, it always of course
5: ends course up being works. anyhow.
2: You can, yeah. like... Especially for something like that, where physics is against you, you no. But just listen, kinda... this is the, this is the prime example. And Tom was saying this about the digital stuff. We call them something. Back, you know, God forbid if you ever brought something like that to set today, you would be banished from the kingdom of filmdom and or whatever. Then, and then, yeah. but and they then always it would be do it that way and, re- and reshoots. Right, but like this is totally acceptable, you know. And nowadays, <laughs> if you see a little buckle and some rubber or something, or something looks weird, automatically forget it. We replace it with CGI. People forget that all oh, this practical stuff works great yeah. they all and love used the, properly, they all I love think Brian used all this stuff great.
5: Even with, even with those bat wings, I mean, it's so simple. The bat was just literally pinned to the table, and we had rods with alligator clips on it coming up through holes underneath yeah. the wings. Yeah. And I mean, you may be able to see it if you freeze-frame everything, but for the most part you can see it. Rods meaning
4: coat hangers. Yeah, coat hangers. <laughs> <laughs> whatever we could find, whatever's in the back of the trunk of my car at the time. That's right. That's the name for rods today. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, I thought that worked tech. out great, you know. I, I this, loved it. Like, this is he's,
2: one
5: of the things where David Gale, again, was, like, uh, crammed under that table he's for, he's like, hours and hours on this thing. All the reverse shots are the fake head without the mechanics. Mm-hmm. So you actually could see the, the yeah, underneath, that there's nothing right. there. But when you shoot him from the front, we had an appliance on the front of his neck. Um... That had an overhang like about uh, about an inch or so so it looked like there was a it's all cut off so down neat. there or something.
4: Remember I had to find that newer preen which is scuba diving uh rubber to put to the go table. Yeah. Him. So that's what we figured out would look the levelest, you know, it'd be most comfortable for Mr. Gale. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that Ooh. guy looks like Russell McKay, doesn't he? Right, yeah. right,
4: right, right. Yeah, Michael Strasser's a like I said, a good actor. He's uh, he's good. One man standing plays a punk a, or a killer uh, in a lot of TV shows and movies. Nice shows. guy. So did did Wayne apply the makeup, or did both of you guys apply the makeup, or how'd that
2: both go? Both of them. Applied yeah, both. It. You both did one
5: side, and he mm-hmm. did, Wayne did the other side. I mean, Wayne was you know more dealing with the makeup stuff, where I was trying to deal with more of the effects involved with it. But we were both working on that. This right. is like the one scene too where we had the one light on the side of David uh-huh. Gale's head. And he had those purple lines by his eyes. Right, right. And uh, Brian kept saying, uh, you know, the lines need to be more purple, but it was getting washed out by the light. And it went on for like an hour. And Wayne kept going in there saying, finally, it's like got to a point where you couldn't put any more makeup on him. God, I remember that.
4: You know, everyone, including myself, when I saw the first one, thought David Gale wore a toupee, but he doesn't. He had a full set of hair. It's just that that was John Beegler's answer, which is of course an excellent answer, of having the same hairpiece on all the heads for matching. Just uh, you know, that's why. Really? Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's, that's a hairpiece. Cool. So so the same hairpiece goes on the on head. So t- he didn't the, the have to do hair but, on all the other yeah, heads for, for the, matching, which is excellent. That's a good Cause idea.
5: Because we had the two fake heads, the one mechanical, the stunt head. Then we had the bat wings on right. his head. He had a fiberglass underskull on. Right, right. With the wig over that. To disguise all of that, so
2: right. Now this is the crazy goofy sequence, right?
4: Yeah, Mike Muscals in this bed reprising his role as the janitor. There's a janitor in the background in yeah, the big, first one. She had big oh, there veins I am. Bob, legs. did we we did yeah, this we did makeup? Like, yeah, we did the yeah. big veins all up her legs, right. legs
0: and stuff. I think. Oh, put on those glasses. Uh oh, eating, Hanging eating around, again. Eating, right. Oh, there's the dog that was cut out of the scene.
1: Oh, yes, in the war scene, right? Yeah. The one that he
0: helped. He's a good guy. Yeah, boy, Dan does have stylish hair in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is right off the 101. This was on, um, on uh, Coldwater. R- isn't nope,
1: there? nope. It's right off of um, Riverside. And it's a uh, House of Fabrics headquarters. House of Fabrics mm-hmm. headquarters. I used to live in this neighborhood and I would drive by it all the time and go, "Oh, I remember that." Looking for a hospital. Yeah, across the street is a uh, is a Rite Aid and a uh, El Pollo Loco and a mm-hmm. a Blockbuster. What about dinner tonight? You're right, Brian. The 101 is right on the other side of it. Yeah, I think the sound was terrible. Right, right on the other side of those trees back there. It's a freeway. real american side. and if i remember he makes spaghetti right
6: help you like garlic oh she's
1: no, gonna
6: she's
0: cook it. right yeah, remember she that. she yeah, was yeah, just yeah. in she's going to cook at his house I, I i get it she was just a lot of vagina and um i know in austin powers i know hey Pooch, where did you come from from peru <laughs> is that where you met dr King?
1: What about quarantine laws? No,
0: Mr. Oh, Lee Chapman. Oh, it's Lee now. Thought it was Leslie. It was Leslie. Now it's Lee.
5: Lieutenant.
0: I don't remember. Later on, do we find out that he's retired? Is he retired? No, he just has a special reason for being. Oh, now he's going to tell us what his special reason is. He's going to tell us about the Miskatonic massacre. Uh huh. Give us the backstory here, in case you
1: didn't see the first movie. Right.
3: This was our first day on yeah, set. Yeah, this was our it. first
1: day on set. And, and this was really the, fun. That we had, done,
3: the, fun. We had done these makeups. I think we got the actors on these guys on a Friday, and we we're shooting on a Monday. Yeah. We literally. We did it in a week. We sculpted all the appliances. Johnny, like in Legend, an an hour. Johnny
2: Legend, Johnny Legend, we we Rockabilly. Can twist uh, his nose. The, that was the big thing. Yeah. Tom's like, I got a guy that can twist his nose.
4: Crazy. That's that's brought Johnny in because we were associates. Just shot Mania on Parade for Rhino. Yeah, and uh, Johnny's a uh, rockabilly Rasputin dubbed uh, after this is a rockabilly Nostradamus. and then uh, Dave Bynum there was a, a, a black, uh, the black actor is a black clown that uh, does Muppets and folds balloons for the children. In pieces.
2: I remember Johnny, like our calls were really early, like 3 in the morning, and remember Johnny always had to have a vanilla milkshake. Yeah. That was like the number one. He couldn't well, function. We so thought three there's in the morning, Kenny Lesko, the stunt down.
4: coordinator. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Kenny ahead. Lesko. Yeah.
2: Right? Um, yeah, Johnny always had to have a vanilla shake 3 o'clock in the morning, so that was a big thing.
4: We all thought he wouldn't show up, and I was scared because mm-hmm. I brought him into Yeah, you it. brought him into it. So I got in on set at 4.30, and then he arrived at 5. He was the first man, or actually he was before me. I got there at 5. He showed up at 4.30, so we shot a video called First Man on the Set.
3: Uh, tell, tell him who Johnny is. Uh, d- d-
4: d- Johnny Legend's uh, the guy that spearheaded and invented Rhino, uh, brought uh, sleaze trailers and a whole concept of the 50s to the 90s and the 80s uh, with sleaze mania and um, all of that sort of stuff. And,
2: uh, so here we are getting into the, the scary patient guys. This is where Tom called. Uh, literally, Bob and I were packing our truck up, our trucks up at three in the morning. The phone rings at K and B. I'm like, "Who is it?" Yeah, uh, make sure you bring pus. You've
3: Got to have pus. And, and as you know, I'm like, it, "Don't worry, we're bringing the pus." And you can see we have it dr- drooling yeah. from everyone, from every so, little so all this. Cut. Stuff, we don't
2: even. We, at this point, we thought Brian kept saying, "Tell him to put more pus all over everything," but it was Tom that was kept doing. It. And we we coated these guys in pus. Now on her, she had a full bald cap piece, and the rest was all stretch and stipple, and dentures. On Johnny was a forehead, I think. Yeah. And on David was some pieces, and then the big thing yeah. down the yeah, stomach. Yeah, and the everyone stomach. was wearing teeth. So they were really fun makeups to do. I think, <laughs> I think we spent, what, maybe like two hours per makeup. Yeah. Bob Bob did David, I did uh, her, Mrs. Yeah. Chapman, and that then was this great. other guy, Brian yeah. Wade. Handle Johnny Legend.
3: And then eventually, I believe (coughs) Mark Matry and Mike Spatola took over for uh, us on set. I guess he's all right. While we were at the shop concentrating on the bride. That's
2: right. Yeah, we we ended up handing off set, especially Mike Spatola, who ended up picking up the slack for us. And even when we were shooting, we were just so dog tired. And Bob and I at first would take turns sleeping on the floor. I would sleep for 15 minutes, Bob would go to set, then I'd go relieve him. Then after a while it just got too much and we both would just pass out on the floor and send Spatola to set since he had such a strong personality. He could really um, rule the set the way we wanted it and, and deal with Brian at the same time. This is the, the first stage of the bride here. We built a whole body of her that was all disassembled and Bob constructed the majority of this.
3: Yeah, Basically what we did was we took the suit sculpture and we poured it up in, uh, in foam and then hollowed out all the pieces and basically constructed it. All the ribs and the the muscles that are all stretched out and everything and uh,
4: very very careful the, the details yeah very yeah, careful if, I mean, it yeah, was also
2: we had a guy named Bill Basso who who really was one of the key artists as well on the show
4: well we also had that consultant from the L.A. Uh, coroner's office he'd actually bring real yes. body parts or I'd go photograph them and uh, it's pretty amazing but true it made sure everything was right he was honest to God really right there because it was very meticulous to make sure, Good. to give a Frankenstein that had never been seen before. We had also, uh, Brian had this whole concept of having them
3: have to the design because the body parts were all coming from different bodies, they didn't necessarily have, you know, one leg was shorter than the other and one arm was shorter or whatever. He wanted us to, to incorporate these ball and socket metal um, uh, kind of extensions. That he would attach to the end of the bones, that so you see there, the there's certain metal so. parts in there as well.
2: And we had to have the blood circulating as well.
3: I we mean, all the fatty tissue underneath the and, skin. And all this
2: came together literally like in days. I mean, we were whipping stuff out. And the body
3: itself is actually hanging. Uh, Brian had us drill the idea of that. There's pins in all the bones and with little eye hooks on it, little wires hanging it, you know. So they could piece it together.
2: We shot it all in order too. I think we did that body and then we did the. Then we did we, the. There's the, another the assembled body really assemble
3: where they attach her
4: head. What's that, Tom? We had to because yeah, no we, one knew what was going yeah, on.
2: that's true. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah, that that was nice bloodage there. Yeah, pumping but, the blood. Another Renoni.
4: Well, they they'd have these stupidest thing I've ever seen. These, but it worked. What's that? <laughs> These uh... Makita's. Oh yeah, we, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah
2: <laughs> he it, hey, that worked. No. Work, no. no,
4: it worked. It, it worked. This, well, it
2: work, but you know. No, that thing was beautiful. Yeah, what it was is it was Makita, uh, uh, you know, electric Makita or whatever, that was hooked into uh, worked about this pump. That is
4: a spruce goose, but yeah. Oh damn it! <laughs> blood was spraying
2: everywhere, son. That's yeah. And uh, it was, we, we got had got like five gallon buckets. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We had five <laughs> gallon buckets of blood, watered down blood, and we had the pumps in there, and it was shooting. I think we fried
3: like eight or nine drills yeah. that it afternoon. Actually <laughs> is in the it actually ended up costing us a and lot of money, too. I Bob to do. got a fight at four in the
4: morning. <laughs> I hate it when he thinks he's right. <laughs> <No problem>. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Like the Three Stooges. <laughs> I don't remember that. I do. It's great. It like, it's like men that can really, you know, scream at each other. It's why you have a partnership more tighter than the Beatles. It'll last infinitely
2: longer. It, it, it is true. I mean, the, it is like the three of us are like brothers. We fight continually. Yeah. More we like used to have who, some real know? knockdowns, but not anymore.
1: Blood. Oh, yeah. Spaghetti sauce. What do you
6: think? You like it?
1: Yeah, right. It's It's a jar. <clears throat> Oh I think somebody's gonna be jealous of this. Uh I think not some- jealous. Jealousy somebody's is gonna be jealous. Annoyed, not jealous. Jealous, no. He's not jealous. Jealousy has nothing to do with it. It's just there's so much work to be done. They're wasting valuable time. Oh. oh boy,
0: that was quick.
1: Oh, I like this. Oh, this scene. First of, of all, I know they're up there. Oh, it really is bothering man. me.
0: Oh, you know it was cut out. You you go to the door. I kept expecting you to come to the door and interrupt oh, them, oh, kiss yeah, him. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Now this gag was George's. George did yeah. it, that's right. It was stump glued, glued, glued on, on spr-
8: knee.
6: Uh huh.
2: <laughs> 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 this was this was also executed by Keith Attenmeyer.
6: For uh uh hand in the legs, uh where uh, our design is it's pretty obvious where, you know, when the hand and, the hand, and separately when you join, and you still want to see a real, you know, it looks like it's a real legs and real hands trying to get together. So we had had, you know, two people, with one with a hand and one with a leg coming out from the, uh, under the table, and there is a the hole, and then you show it. And then, you know, have a little appliance on the end of the uh, elbows and uh, knees, you know. And so it looks like uh, that's where it's torn. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so uh, that's the that second one. And then when it's joined, uh, this is another thing. It's like, you know, now it starts, has to kick, kick the uh, uh, Herbert West and stuff. So uh, we had have uh, uh, the animatronic one, you know, simple uh, kicking, uh, spring kicking mechanism on uh, it. And then he has to work it out. Like, you know, he has to perform the mining, uh, you know, bringing, carrying around himself. To uh, do this, actually, this as a living be- being, you know, I think those are the uh, two main things, you know, that we did. This
1: is my acting with rubber.
0: Okay, scene. right. Well, I think this is the key to West here. It's like when Dan is off with the girls, yes. he has to I've mess worked. around with the flesh. The work continues. Touchdowns. Oh,
1: Look out. Up. Leg. Okay. And <laughs> Okay. And this was uh, all yes. pretty much figured out on set, wasn't it? How yeah. all that was going to work. Yeah,
0: it was how it was going to be done, but it doesn't get it done. We did it. Yeah, no it takes a. And now look, it see, a hell it's alive, alive it's alive, it's alive.
1: See, actually, that was just rubber. Okay. That thing was heavy, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Nice lighting, though. Look and now,
0: that. what is he doing? He's making,
1: he's I'm opening the that hole
0: that he came that's out That's
1: right. And I'm going to throw that, that trash
0: looks in like there. a failed ex- that looks like some doodling. Doodling. Doodling with body parts on a bigger scale, right? My god, he's still jealous. He's still
1: up there. <laughs> jealous is not the word. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Just annoyed. And 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 his annoyance with them upstairs causes him to to see
0: to, like, do something scientific.
1: Do something really, really logical. I think logical. it just goes
0: to show um, Freud was right, you know. All creativity and comes out of sexual repression. I
1: just don't understand oh, what they're man. doing. I've got work to do, and I need his help.
0: You tried to understand it with that leg I and arm. I wish I could
1: understand, but
4: that's location right there. Really? Yes. yes. And yeah, it's so a foyer. Where she right. and she they built a foyer, didn't they? They had to because they scheduled it despite all of our warnings and memos that uh, she would not work within three weeks, and she right. couldn't. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. That's, that's
2: the bride he's referring to. Yeah,
4: the bride. Yeah. And, um, that's right. I, so they had to build it. That's foyer. right. And that was the
2: first day we shot the bride, and no, we did. Want? We spent the what was uh it's like almost eight hours to put her into it the first day, and then we had that one shot. And then that was it. She was right. wrapped, and it was another two and hours think to take her out of it. We managed
3: to get it down to six. Yeah, most we got of it down
2: That
4: location day onward is when it went from 16 hours a day to 24 hours yeah. a day.
2: Yeah. It was pretty hellacious.
4: I, um, <clears throat> it was pretty great. Uh,
2: At the time that we were doing this film, we were working on two other films. We were doing Gross Anatomy, which was this Disney movie. And we were just starting dances with wolves, so it was tough because Bob and I were on set all the time. And if, when we got off set for the two hours to go home and shower, we'd stop by the shop and look over everything and all the sculptures and approve things and disapprove things, go home, clean up, and then go back to set and start it all over again.
4: And everything's in this movie except for Buffalo. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No buffalo in but everything from *Gross Anatomy*. And listen, we still use those bodies.
2: There's, you know, oh yeah, it's, it's amazing. There's Charlton Heston in No, it's true. That's one thing you get in a, a lot of usage out of those bodies, like Kevin J. O'Connor. You know, mm-hmm. we did a body of him for oh, *Color yeah. of Night*. Kevin's been in like seven hundred <laughs> movies he doesn't know about. <laughs> Every time I see him, I'm like, I have to give you a list of films you now were just you in. You might
4: want to watch. He'll some yeah. sort of new <laughs> <line here. Yeah. laughs>
2: Kevin's been in a lot of movies. Uh, here's a, hey, look, another it's, dummy. This is actually the,
3: the, the dummy from the borrower. Oh, that's, right. that's, that's an upper torso from the borrower of remember Antonio used, Vargas. Yeah, yeah. That's I, Antonio Vargas's Vargas upper torso. shop, remember? That's right. Then you got real mad. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> that's from the borrower. We're gonna use it it's here. It's okay. On,
2: that's right. The borrower. I still have that the, hand right do there. Do you? Mm-hmm. You still have um, the bride head? Yeah. Don't you oh, you oh, have yeah. that. Uh,
3: you remember this burn material?
2: Yeah, this is cool. This, this, yeah. Pete von Scholly's mm-hmm. wife, Andrea von Scholly, what came up with this stuff, and she actually Waco, was hired. Texas Waco, Texas, is where that War. stuff came. Oh, is it that from you?
4: Straight from Waco, Texas.
2: From David Cornish.
4: No, I mean <laughs> Andrea uh, uh, conceptualized it uh-huh. with what uh, she wore, but we finally tracked it down to Waco, Texas. Really? Mm-hmm. It
2: was great stuff. It's 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 material that's put on burn victims. It, it it's moist and and just keeps them, uh, you know, from drawing out. I guess, but. This was stuff was found, and that actually was one thing we really did like. Bob and I liked, as far as the wardrobe on the bride goes. That was we left incorporated. There's a lot of stuff that uh, Andrea came up with that Bob went and cut up and threw in the garbage. Right. But uh, but uh, for Rather the most part, yeah, add. yeah. There was actually a pair of uh, a, um, like uh, safety glasses cut and put on her shoulders yeah. at one point, which Bob. Looked at and said, shit, and threw in the garbage. Speaking well, of Von Schale, <laughs>
4: <laughs> Peter Von Schale did the storyboard. Boy. Yeah. And, and we just see Wyatt uh, from storyboard. Yeah, we just
2: worked with Pete. Yeah. Uh, he boarded Green Mile. He's great, Mile, man. So it was good seeing him again.
3: But the the main reason we really dug yeah. that material was because we could see through it and mm-hmm. see the bride. Because we had sculpted this whole bodysuit so we didn't want to cover it up.
2: Yeah, that was the big thing. We it was all this work. Deep it's like history, let's show as much yeah. as we can.
1: it. <laughs> <that. laughs> Everything is an opportunity. There are no now, problems, is, mm. only solutions. Now
0: this is straight out of the books. This yes. scene. Gee, I wonder what that big pot. <laughs> I remember having such burning. a fit.
1: Why in the world is the reanimating fluid sitting right there already?
0: <laughs> such a nice big pot.
1: Just in case.
0: Those zombies are always grabbing their gun.
1: Yeah, yeah, you just don't want them to. We already saw me shoot one at the beginning. See, now look at it. In we were, there. Ooh, that we hurt. were really cheap about
0: showing the needle go in, huh? Well, it was always hidden. Okay. Now who who
2: did this makeup? Was this straight makeup? Did this? No, yeah, we didn't. Uh, was, we didn't do it. it was straight, yeah. but straight.
4: You, we did the, uh, did the mechanical. Mike Spittola, the RC wrist
3: uh, chop here. Oh yeah, we yeah, did the you wrist. You guys right.
4: supervi- <laughs> You guys did it the first time. No, no I you think Spittola, you're absolutely right. And then from then on, you taught them how to handle. Yeah, it. you're right. Spats came Mac, up with it. Matt that. George supplied the guts yeah, in that guess, bucket, by the way. Which I still have, and a bucket, along sorry, with we, Jeffrey Combs' wardrobe. <laughs> well, so this coming
2: stuff. up we did. We did the arm chop. Yeah. Oop, that's a good cheesy Savini gag. Yeah, man. Now, was, we did an, a radio-controlled arm here. Oh,
4: come on. Tell them about the blood, Howard. Remember? We were oh. under there pumping it. No, I don't remember. He, we were in the bags, and they were saying, no, that's not going to squirt. And uh, the camera guy, you go, watch this. You hooked up these fire guns. We were laughing, and it hit the lens on the first right. time. and missed right. everybody off. That's on. right.
2: We covered a lot of guys in blood. We had um, this little RC stump. You, I, I can't remember if you see it, really, but the little stump is keeps moving around flicking, and it
4: was just a little pioneered RC pioneered thing. many things with a stump yeah. in this picture.
3: Well, it's, we utilized technology
0: <laughs> learned on Evil Dead too. Yeah, <laughs>
4: that's right.
3: Stick a, a pole out his arm, elbow, and move it around.
0: How could he put a coat on? Well, he's, he's sick. He's not well. Yeah, that was hard to get that coat on him. Now he's got it on.
1: Now he. We already put it on.
0: And he's just kind of having a hard time.
1: Hey, the mystic. Hey, I wish
0: I had one of those.
1: I never got one of those. What is that
0: dog doing with her? Must be a setup for a further scene.
1: (laughs) You like? Uh oh. (laughs)
8: <laughs> I like the little lassie whimper there. <laughs> oh, oh!
0: I believe that. He just oh, ripped. He just, he just ripped, ripped, ripped the right arm off, right off, of like it. a cooked chicken. Oh, now we know what what's in there, Ooh, where he is. It's a mausoleum. That's kind of confusing. I think. What to cut to that that mausoleum? We have no no idea no
1: idea of what's going on you should have seen him come through the hole I guess and and step down and and look around yeah now why did he take the dog leg with him does he have it with him yeah he took it with him out the door he's a oh
0: there's West running with the gun yes Uh, got
1: there just as Dan did
6: to make him that way
1: she's hysterical i'm right she, she well oh. wow. king lear on the heath here Almost every gag
5: here
2: is like some <laughs> kind of major. I <laughs> did you like that? Now Tony Dublin yeah. did this, right?
5: That dog's real, believe it or not. <laughs> He's just oh. heavily drugged. Yeah.
4: Oh, poor Fluffy. Yeah, Tony outdid himself there. <laughs> Bad I like dog. Tony, man. He's a great guy. Yeah. He's still uh, going strong, too. A real trooper. Is he? Oh, yeah.
5: And just that there's like what I was saying before it's just there's an amazing amount of gags in this movie. Yeah, there I mean is. more so than just about. Uh, well, I don't know. There's a lot. There like, is a lot of stuff. You're right though. It's in all this practical. Because yeah. there's
4: about as much in Wishmaster. Yet I remember being perfectly comfortable on that movie going yeah. to bed. <laughs>
2: yeah, it wasn't a hard as, as hard a film. it kind of all world.
4: comes down from the top down. You know.
2: This is location too, though, isn't it?
4: <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah.
2: Is it? Yeah. yeah. Because they never had a front room that set. Shirt, like the, the that shirt room, right yeah.
4: there is hanging in my mother's closet. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the original... Well, Jeffrey Combs. all those people were laughing at it. I love the movie. He was always pushing the corn stuff, and his original suit from the first film is what he wears in this film. Not that that bluish shirt for this film, but when he, you see him in the hospital, that's the real suit. Well, when the movie wrapped... They threw it in a dumpster, in a trash bag, and they were all laughing, Jeffrey, (laughs) Brian, at me going into the trash to get it out. And I got it because I'm a big fan. I didn't put it at sale or anything. I'm a huge collector. I love this stuff. I can't help it. About a year ago, I get a call from Jeffrey Combs going, hey, I hear you have my suit. Uh, no. (laughs) Sorry, Jeffrey, but you were laughing when I pulled it out of the dumpster and I'm keeping it. (laughs)
0: Uh, we had to put we had to put a rubber band around the dog's lower lower jaw and then put baking soda in his mouth to get him him to to froth
1: oh Uh -oh. she
0: hates him god bruce has really been working out he's buff He, fi- he finally got his way. Uh, Look at him. He Look always, him. <laughs> he always him. Does. Oh, there's the split diopter. That's shot nice. There. That's yeah. a nice shot. Nice out. Meanwhile, and over at St. Joseph's. <laughs> that's right. In Burbank. Yes. In the first one, it was. Um, it
1: was the UCLA um, so Veterans. Yeah, the Veterans Hospital. All yeah. we need is just one last piece. Boy, he just is not, not quit. stopping. We know what that last piece is, don't
6: we? Gloria? Hi.
1: Oh, this is a good sequence. I remember this. I forgot. How are you feeling today?
0: I think she's a goner. She's dead.
1: This is really nice. Bruce is so good here. He's so vulnerable. so melancholy.
6: It helps me to think of you as Meg.
1: Like a confessional.
3: This uh, is the big rib rib spreader scene Uh, that we did? Yeah, that's
2: something else we did. And straight makeup did her, did straight makeup do her makeup or did you do her makeup, Bob? I don't remember. I think, once again, we oversaw <laughs> it and kind of said, ah, oh, do this and this and this. Yeah, I think this they the had the first
3: day
4: I shot stage. the blood out of Jeffrey's face. Right, isn't
3: it? yeah. We had the rib spreader and the little chest yeah. that we built. Yeah.
4: And I hit him and right was... in the eyes. Good yeah, damn don't... it, Brunoni. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> this was also the first day that, you know, we had only had, I think we'd started the Friday before shooting, right. and, uh. We had to mock up this whole chest thing like overnight. Yeah. The old uh syringe with the uh hook to the scalpel gag. That's right. That trick
4: survive, works all the time. She's already dead. we had to cover the cover up
3: the, the
2: scars on her breast.
4: <laughs> There's the squirt on <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the Bruce's that's face. Right. That's a good one. Yeah, that's right. It was Bruce you got. It. Yeah, Bruce. Yeah,
2: yeah, Bruce that was the second take. Yeah. I mean the first
4: one I nailed him. Yeah, yeah, that was good, Tom. So.
2: So those, those boobs were it was just a fake insert chest, and we had an inner cavity, and we... Yeah, but it's her yeah, real... Yeah, it's, her, it's a cast, cast, off cast off of her body, and it was like a foam rubber. <laughs> Look at all that fluff. <laughs> yeah. like, I think we had like a five-gallon drum. Yeah, yeah, just Here, put your hands in this, Jeffrey. And that thing, these actors were willing to do anything. And like Tom said earlier, it was not a joke. They were there doing a horror film, and they were digging oh, yeah. it. We it, couldn't laugh know. or anything. But we didn't feel like we wanted to. It wasn't like, God, this is so lame. Like we do now. We didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah. We laughed because we were having we fun. laughed for other yeah. things. We laughed for other things. But they were totally serious. And it was, you know, Jeffrey would, the more, the gore the merrier. You know, and it's like well, Jeffrey they, got his what hands What it was it was realism. Album. Yeah.
4: And uh called my Uncle Frank at the time as the chief surgeon at Arlington Memorial. He said it'd be that bloody Yeah. yeah and now you
3: see that on ER every did. week. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> no, it's nothing.
2: Yeah, they, this is X-rated, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's on an ER every Thursday night.
1: Oh, remember the days when phones had cords? <laughs> right. Yes. Come to room six thirteen right away.
8: None of your
1: business.
7: The the heads that I had created for Reanimator were specifically for those shots which were impossible to do otherwise. Those shots which did not allow for David Gale to stick his head up through a tabletop or through a prop or through a mannequin to achieve the movement in the eyes and the the mouth moving, for example, while someone picks his head up and moves it across and it's still alive. So I created one mechanical puppet kind of head which was articulated by hand controls on the inside and a, a stunt version of it so they could pass it around. There were stunt versions, there were mechanical versions, and there were the appliances that we glued onto David Gale to create the look of a decapitated head.
3: This is like some of the best neck stump gag, mm-hmm. head through the table gags ever because this is a really hard gag to pull off.
4: And I got the stuff around it, I remember that, yeah. because it was, I based it on the uh, one sheet to uh, thing that wouldn't die, and that, if you'll notice, it's these same exact things around yeah, his the, head. Is that one sheet? Yeah, it also,
2: always looks really funny, but these guys did a good job. I
4: remember putting all that stuff from craft service, wadding up bagels. And yeah, putting all that in the stuff and
2: Dave, beard, and the stuff is also oatmeal. We mixed the oatmeal and poured it all over <laughs> their faces. We'd be thrown off set today if we did that.
7: David had a wonderfully skinny, long neck, so you could really make these Don't things uh, occur. He was, he was a, an actor of perfect proportion for this kind of gag. You could uh, very easily stick him up through a tabletop, dress the tabletop around him, and put an appliance on him and still look as though his entire neck were sitting on top of the table.
5: These things, this was a long time to shoot all this stuff. And he was crammed up in that little cabinet for a long time.
4: You can't even tell the real head and fake head and some of these shots.
1: Yo, Dr. West. Let's get this. What a creepy instrument this is, huh? No, no. You get the feet. I'll get the feet. Hmm. Head. I've already what gotten What does he mean head. by that? He means he's already gotten the head. That's what he means. Oh. Hey, oh. Pretty. West
0: uh, does not appreciate jokes of that nature. No,
1: colloquial little Fleshy. witticisms are just, what a creepy thing you hide the body, ugh, oh, my god. You take this to the crematorium. Crematorium, I mean pathology. I mean the crematorium. Ah, mm. yes, and I'll take this to... Excuse me. Excuse me, have you seen Dr. Kane? I have his t-shirt.
6: Hmm. He lost a
1: patient. Oh,
6: God. Never a
1: so <laughs> Neither have we.
0: Isn't he a good guy?
1: Yes, he is.
2: Okay, this is the second stage bride. This is a, a complete pull out of the, the bride mold. You put her feet on and hands and I think her head, they show her head in this. It's or no, they bring right. it. The,
3: the head's not attached yet. Not yet, yet but and the head's it's sitting separate. there to the side.
2: There oh, there it
3: is,
2: Kathleen's head. <clears throat> and we work like dogs to get this done. And I remember uh, there's going to be a shot coming up where Jeffrey's like, "What's that?" Worked like that. that slaves. Slaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's a, a shot coming up where he uh, Jeffrey grabs the hand and pulls the tendons. it's right. got
4: an eight-hour day. Remember, <laughs> that? <laughs> <laughs>
3: which uh, that that gag was the. Uh, a real wrist and then a, a false arm coming off of it that had the you know, three-dimensional qualities to it, being cut open and everything.
1: You know that guy that's
4: now uh, one of the key members of the band Tool. Well, yeah. Did uh, a Jones. lot of the sculpting. Adam Jones. On his, uh, he did some it of it. S-
2: I, yeah. Some. Yeah. He needed a couple appliances. Working
4: on so. tendings and
1: stuff.
2: I think so. Yeah. He did some hand hand appliances. Yeah, he worked for us for a little bit on the show.
1: Was the value we had a good crew.
2: It was a small crew back then.
1: Picked apart by the likes of Dr. Graves and his students. So so so, <laughs> so 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 far, we've got an ambitious hooker. Okay, ambitious hooker dancer. Twinkle toes, the hooker, right. with a lot of drive. Okay. You know, we cut some stuff there. Because
0: oh yeah, there was a lot more. The woman,
1: okay, so she's a virgin, but she's a whore. <laughs> she's the virgin and she whore d- dancer, <laughs> with a lot of so ambition. In death. The there were a lot
5: of things that were as a general idea how this stuff was going to be shot, but it wasn't until we actually got on set where we knew what we had to do. That's why Doctor Hills had even like had three different ways to kind of try to puppeteer that thing either a pole coming out the back of the head or suspending it on wires or puppeteering it from underneath because
4: it's because part of the movie was uh, backed by Japanese money and it all sort of cut, came in on, to Brian at the, the last things, second right? so yeah. it just had to go you know
3: yeah right here's the, uh, the big hand yeah he's just cradling it
2: but I remember specifically we were working to get everything done and that we were behind on that, and Brian uh, went to Brian and said, listen, we don't have that yet, we need to push day or so," And he had a total meltdown. I was like, wait a minute, we just did all the bride stuff and got these bodies done, this can be shot any time, Tom can shoot this, like, tomorrow night. Well, that was one of the more pleasant moments on the show. <laughs> oh, yes.
4: Lots of those, I recollect. Yeah, mm-hmm. that,
5: you work your fingers to the bone and get yelled at. I love the old thing, Tom, Whenever we were talking about whatever gag was coming up, we didn't quite have it ready, and then the whole thing was, yeah, I think I left something in my car, I'll yeah. be right back. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you have the keys hanging out of your pocket at all oh. times, just in
4: case. So, uh, Mike and, uh, yeah. yeah and all of us, oh, yeah. I left something in the car, and it was to drive off, never got back. <laughs> I remember, too, we had
3: these uh, these kind of bands that would hold the flesh together, you know, where it was cut open, the, the separate pieces on the sides. They were all bound together with these uh-huh. bands that would hook a, hook from one side to the other uh, across all the wounds. Let's get I thought work. it was just an interesting look.
4: Cool. I remember I was living with Joe Pilato at this time. Oh, really? Remember?
3: No. Yeah, I do. He
4: goes, what the hell are you working on? He's never home. <laughs> this guy
0: What's is that? losing it. I think. Oh, he's
1: already lost it.
0: Oh my God, I'm losing.
1: <laughs> Wasn't he George Look Jefferson? Look at all those bodies in the background and stuff. Yeah, it is George. It's
2: George no, Jefferson. No, it's not George. Yeah, he was the first. Was the George Jefferson first on. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You're right. He was the very first one. You know, that shot. Why did he have like one crazy God, foot? There's
4: blood everywhere.
2: Mel Smith was like his toe was sticking out of his shirt. That's real. So.
4: He hurt his foot on the. Oh, uh, he had to wear a cast? Yeah, that's what it was. He used our car wash and Uh uh-huh. he hurt his foot.
5: I didn't do anything.
4: That's black velvet on David Gale's shoulders. It's naturally, that's what photographs the least. It's the blackest thing yeah. quality velvet. Black velvet that doesn't register on film. That's oh, sorry, is this where he puts Batty Batwings
1: on?
5: Yep. Yeah, this is where, yeah, okay. No.
1: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. That's nice. Yeah, Is that just
2: a blood knife
1: scalpel oh, gag,
5: that's like right. been done, like you know?
1: Armed yeah, it from Sylvania. Yeah,
5: doing that for fifteen years now. <laughs> I think for the bat we had Nick Mara come in for that thing, but we were doing that all night long because there were like a lot of problems figuring out what the material to make the wings out of was and. I remember we were the first time we put a motor in the head, we tried to do it on batteries so we didn't have power cables coming out of it. Uh-huh. And uh, we got it to work, but it could, the batteries drained literally within like 20 seconds and it melted the plastic carrier that the batteries were in. And then we had to go and rig up power cords and the whole thing, which was kind of scary because we had bare wires hanging from <laughs> <in> the ceiling all night. <laughs> <on laughs> <the head.
4: laughs> it was dental damn the first time, the second time. Yeah. And it was too heavy. <laughs>
5: Get off me. Let me go. Get off me. What's
0: the matter? Don't you like me? Oh, being felt up by a stump. Let me go. No.
2: Oh.
8: West,
5: they did this to me.
2: Oh. <laughs> I forgot about I you. Stump in the mouth.
1: That's oh, good. That's terrifying. Let me out. Let me
6: out. Please. Please let me out. Please.
1: Oh the aftermath.
2: This was the first day also. The first day of shooting. Where we shot the crazies and then cleared them all. Oh out yeah. And did all this stuff. Those
4: clouds were really just actually there. It was a really an insane yeah. uh, portion. It was an insane
2: yeah it was the naughty room.
4: Yeah. yeah. That isn't a cagulite though. Those are mirror lights green gelled.
2: And what's that Tom?
4: That was soaked in siloom.
2: It was just like gauze. Just gla- soaked gaws. in
4: siloom yeah. They're only going to reanimate her neck area. That's it.
3: Right now. <laughs>
4: It's, you know, to make the tissue uh, uh, kind
2: of... I sure wish we saved this stuff. Looking back at it, I don't even know where it is, what we did with it, or if it got trashed, or...
4: I I think I have most of it. You probably do. I think we were just... I know you have the stretchy
3: head, the disintegration head there. but
4: I got the hand, I got most of the body parts. It's all in my room in Texas. It's funny. Because it was in my mother's trunk when I went back. Just, I don't know how or why. Because uh, it came in from the airport and it was <coughs> stayed in a trunk. And a grocery guy was putting groceries in her trunk and nearly passed out. It's excellent. <laughs> it's probably
3: like really rotting from all the yeah. <laughs> organic material that was put on it.
0: More, This whole movie is more um, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein than... Lovecraft. Well, I by remember
1: far. Uh, reading um, reading that before we started filming. Yeah, I had just I was the, I had just read it
0: when we started working on it, and was really impressed by the re, just the God, amazing theme of the you know the created right. being turned away by its creator by its creator, right? And it's rejecting seemed, it, and it was very and I think this is sort of an operatic version of that, mm-hmm. you know, that whole thing of. You know, her being saying, Is this what you want? And,
1: mm-hmm.
0: This looks great.
1: It really does. Uh, yes, we are a team. You start with the heart. And of course, Brian, there's a storm going on
2: The makeup that we did on, on Kathleen was, uh, was like a. a Kind of a partial body six and a half hours. Yeah, it was like started it. It started the first day was eight, and we got it down to six or six and a half. And what we did is, um, she'd get into it, she had to be fully nude. We'd slide her into it. One leg was fully covered with the suit, the other on the other leg was free, but the seam went right up her butt crack and along her
3: one rubber butt cheek, one rubber butt cheek, and
2: one real butt cheek. So that, so we'd get that on her and zip it up, and we'd glue it down. We had the spray glue. We Sprayed spray, yeah. spray it in and stick it to her body and we'd sit there and we had to blend off the edges on her ass and, and crotch area and up around her neck and her arms. So then there were all these other facial appliances. she had she had facial appliances and appliances on her hands and feet. Yeah. So once we got her into the bodysuit, Bob and I would start blending it off and Mike Spatola would come in later and he would do the feet and the hands, glue those and blend them down. They were all foam rubber. And uh, Bob and I would paint her up, and Bob would do all the final detailing and, and all the veinage <clears throat> and stuff and dressing. We had three suits that we made because the time frame, you know, and six sets of appliances. So we were we were limited to six days, and everybody knew it. And I remember, um, you know, we shot and shot and shot. And the first day we shot, um, we did one one shot with her up on the foyer, and then they're like, "Okay, that's it. She's a wrap." And we're like, "What the hell are you talking about?" took her out, it took two hours to clean her up every day. and and, uh, So it was the sixth day we were taking her out of the suit and Brian came and was like, "Uh, she's got to play again tomorrow, I've got one more, uh, I got one more shot. Bob and I looked at each other and we said to Brian, Brian, this is it, we don't have any more suits, we were only able to stretch each suit for two days. Brian's like, what are you talking about? You know, you got this suit right here and he grabbed the suit off the floor that we had just used for two days, it was all messed up. He's like, you can use this one tomorrow, we're doing it again tomorrow. And I was just so tired and exhausted (laughs) and furious. I took the suit and a pair of scissors and just started cutting it up in front of him, going, this suit, we don't have any more suits, what are you talking about? So Brian just stormed out of the uh, makeup room and we wrapped the movie in. That was a pleasant experience as well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but the all, whole thing was, after two days in the suit, it was yeah. so trash that so if trash, you did put unusable. her in it again, it would look horrible. Yeah. We didn't want it to look bad.
2: So It was really for the, and I guess obviously we didn't really need that shot. also
5: sanitary yeah, it was also yeah, it was it was disgusting, and, and you yeah. know she'd been
2: wearing it for hours and hours. So and she was burned out too. We were trying to give her like every other day a break, and that never really happened.
3: Kind of yeah, shot consecutively.
4: Yeah, and, so
2: she really got racked up pretty badly.
4: I uh, did show that actor there, Dave Bynum, that particular zombie walk. Right. That uh, the Terminator shuffle. No, it's uh, <clears throat> kind of influenced from a Bob Hope movie. <laughs> like <from> Andy, <laughs> and, and. Oh, I remember this oh, insert yeah. was shot, that was shot right there in post.
5: That's Couple the head on th- a pole going up the shadow, yeah, yeah. sorry.
4: <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah.
5: And then the head coming out of the box was just the head on the string getting yanked through the packing yeah. peanuts.
4: Used all this. And it broke a few times uh-huh. you got the 20 pound test line. <laughs> <laughs> When she pulled up in a car, that was Mike Muscow's car, the co-producer. Which is to give you an indication of the budget. He sold that car last week. <laughs> 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 Seriously, got it? Got a BMW M3. So really? Or the cinematography? Yeah, it's, it's very good. Really
2: good. What was the backstory? Didn't he beat her?
4: Yeah, he, she's getting even with him now because
3: yeah, he, he used to beat her up. Beat her up and made the crack in her.
4: Yeah, that's why. Why says a great line? You wife beater. Right. <laughs> Man, this is a good movie. It's Wasn't right. it when did they had
3: to reshoot that whole watching.
2: thing like ghoulies walking around outside I remember the first time they did it, the lightning the lightning strikers were behind the crew. So whenever the lightning hit you saw the, the shadows of the crew across the ground and you thought it in dailies, yeah. remember? You had to go back and reshoot all that stuff. This
4: is Johnny Legend's big moment where he imitates Tor Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: back to the real wide angle lens look at
1: that dry ice lit from below this is just high opera here it's also excellent because there's no cgi
2: yeah no i think this was Was like the third day we or probably no second day we put kathleen in the suit
0: kathleen even looks good like that Mm -hmm. uh? And uh, we ended
3: up m- mixing blood in with KY jelly to s- kind of thin it out, so you could it became translucent, so that you wouldn't lose all the detail. Because when you cover things with blood, yep, you just blood. lose any painting detail you've right. done on it. So and I think that was the first time we had done that. Too. We were just like yeah. what can we use if it doesn't obscure anything? Right?
2: Painting it on. Yeah, we just paint on the,
3: the gel or the
2: KY blood. So you kept your detail. Yep. and <laughs> didn't get all gooey and sticky. Stayed moist, Stay moist and pliable.
4: I mean, uh, the idea was here is just, again, keep it totally anatomically correct. No one fudged anything. That was what was amazing.
3: Yeah, it was pretty much 100% on everybody's part. We Mm -hmm. had had all these books from Gross Anatomy, you know, and had gone down to some medical schools in Long Beach and looked at the uh, cadavers they used during, uh, you know, medical school training and everything. And uh, we actually looked at, you know, skin cadavers. Then she's got really the only bit of wardrobe is this, this
2: gauzy material which I like a lot, and she's got some sort of brace on her stomach she's area. Which she's got the great. Senora. And on the back, those those metal strips are actually yeah. zip ties, spray painted silver.
3: <laughs> she's got the great uh, herky jerky, so jerky angels, yeah. yeah.
2: Movement. She really had it. Bride pad. of Frankenstein. Yeah, she was really great.
3: Totally homaged,
2: you know. Yeah, it it really was. They did a good job.
0: Bride of Frankenstein originally was about the heart of frankenstein's wife right before they made the, the final version the earliest script was that um, dr frankenstein's wife elizabeth whatever her right. name His, was her heart, heart killed was and they used her heart when because they, when you build a man you build it from the brain and when you when you, when you build, build a, woman, a woman you build, you build it, from it from the
1: heart, heart. <laughs> what a tense day
5: there were a oh, lot of tense these, days on this thing <laughs> there was just one big tense day <clears throat> that's right the days never ended i
4: forgot Remember what movie that was stolen from? front. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Legend still doing tour. Johnny
3: <laughs> I remember too. We we actually uh, incorporated her her scars into the sculpture. That's right. Yeah, when we uh, made kind of slight like on her, her breast. They're actually they became part of it. Right.
4: Yeah.
2: Actually, this Mike Spatola did this. He took over this makeup for me. I
4: can't well, we were busy too. with the bride. Yeah, I think we were doing the so bride. So you know, Mike this movie that. wasn't shot. in order. all this stuff was yeah. shot? The First week, yeah, you're right, right, horrible, and no one knew what was going on. Nope, yeah, in fact, the uh, the
3: sequence and uh, the opening uh, military sequence was shot at the end of this guy, yeah. Well, he's climbing wow. the lattice, climbing
1: with okay, one hand yeah. Even. God, I've forgotten this was hard
0: to do all this business with the head. Remember, yeah, that shadow going up the stairs earlier was
1: really tough. I remember that; it was real to tricky to make it right. to get it to get it so it looked like it was going up without showing any of the. Because uh, it has to be a big reveal here, with the head. Oh, I always like this taking the lamp and using it like that.
8: Perfect. Yeah,
6: this
2: this right, was the yeah. first day that the prop. bride worked. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one shot we do the the eight hour makeup and just shot this little piece here.
3: Also remember we found all these weird uh, and I don't know where we got those all those weird braces the wrist braces and the that, leg braces.
8: Well,
2: was that Andrea? I think yeah, Andrea right. found all okay. that stuff. Now did we put something in her eyes? We yeah. yeah eyes eye is, blood. Red. is that a, yeah? That's Eyeball. right. We put eye blood in.
1: you Daniel! it's like two parents with a child and the child You're no. <laughs> <Uh-oh>.
0: <laughs> captain yeah captain
4: There was a lot of research, like what would really be there to support. I drew a lot. In fact, I actually cut my hand off, and and it now is wires for the tendons. So, kind of played up on that. In a sense. Oh,
2: that is way gross. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's that's <laughs> oatmeal we put in David's mouth.
4: He's great. What does anyone know? Is he still juggling for children? Or?
2: I don't know. I was just at Venice. I didn't see him.
3: There's also a brace on the back of her head. Have her neck 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 screwed
2: into her skull. That's right. That's right. God, I sure wish we would have kept one of these. It's still a makeup I'm really proud of, actually. I think it's really good, clean makeup.
5: Should
4: be It's great.
2: Yeah, it is. It's still fact. I uh, still very proud of it. And what was nice is Brian did give us a tremendous amount of leeway in the design of it, and that it was really great. This was like day three, I think.
4: On the stage. Mm-hmm.
2: With her. So yeah, yeah. On the stage. With her. There's the, the vat of genius.
4: <laughs> All a test shot to make sure the three different times of uh, you know reanimation stuff matched. You know, It just wasn't luck. Not a lot of detail was in the shoot.
1: Oh, Dan. Now he, Dan, he Dan's really... having a absolute earthquake. Oh my God! He's realization.
7: My God! They're using tools. <laughs> One
1: of my favorite lines uh-huh. in this movie. They're just it's. They're developing. I think oh, there is and there's some more of my serums in there. Absolutely. I am just. It's time to get fever. out of Dodge. Yeah, I think. Yeah. If they're using tools, pack. <laughs> Oh no, now it's gonna be a cat fight. What have you done here? We created her.
0: Here's your big scene in front of the tree. You
1: made her? Yes. Dead pieces of this. My hands. I created what no man's mind or woman's womb could ever. That's right. Don't you forget it. Blasphemy! Blasphemy? Before what God? A God repulsed by the miserable humanity he created in his own image? I will not be shackled by the failures of your God. The only blasphemy is to follow in insignificance. I have taken, refuse of your God's failures,
6: and I have triumphed.
1: And I'm, I like the, the shaking there, right there. There
8: is my creation. <laughs> <laughs> How about that?
1: <laughs> wow,
0: that's Frankenstein right there. I like all the color in this. Yeah. I think Rick really has a good really lighting
1: scheme. Yeah. Oh no, cat fight.
0: Gotta get the brink blinking lights going. Oh, here we there go. There it is. Oh, man. Yeah all over and the originally, place. originally, of course, we wanted to have all the body parts come to come life. Come
1: that life. But of
0: course, there's a limit to, to what we can to do, what we right? could do. Even though we were working oh, with three no. crew. Oh, there you go. Wow. Gotta have blinking lights at the end of a horror movie. Smoke. Your stand a <laughs> <laughs> Our girl is superior I, I hated saying those lines. Despite it. This was before the NWO, man.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Forget it, Dan. She's just an assembly of dead tissue. What? What?
0: Oh, she's got twinkle toes. She's She's, a ballet dancer. She is
1: a ballet dancer. You are a monster.
0: Remember all of this stuff was shot with, like, three cameras, sometimes in front of one another. Right, because we were trying to get all the shots and angles. Running out
1: of time and a lot
2: to shoot. I always like the way she looks right here, and that's like a photo that ended up in our portfolio. You can see that's her real leg in foreground, and the, mm-hmm. ba- and the back is uh, one of the, r- the rubber
4: suit leg. I think Johnny Legend's about to bust through, is not he?
2: Yeah, when we were making this, we had no idea what was gonna, how it was gonna be. I mean, you never really do when you're working on a film. But This, one we were like, I, I don't know. It's like this, this might be good. It might not be good. Uh, it's really hard to tell. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, she reaches in and pulls out her heart.
4: You know, in these movies, everyone.
2: And this was we cut. We just cut a hole in the suit, and she just slipped her hand, in and we had a, a heart. And yeah. in the inside, just yanked it out.
4: A balloon came out? There, Oh, that, yeah, that's the beating heart. The thing?
2: <laughs> that's right. Does it happen in this <laughs> tape? <laughs>
4: it might. And it, there was a clown on the balloon because uh, I bought it in an emergency. <laughs> for <laughs> for Look, David you, Bynum's yeah. clown balloon. <laughs> yeah. that? Or a right. poodle on it. He right. nearly <laughs> killed
3: me. Thomas, what are you doing? I remember the balloon just kept popping <laughs> that yeah. night on the set, and Brian right. was furious. Yeah, Can't you and get that hard to
4: one <laughs> from that clown guy? That <laughs> came through. Yeah, There's Johnny. Johnny.
3: Look at when Johnny gets shot in the head. You guys do the pull tab. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, the old button out of the head
1: gag right there. You little squirt. You little <laughs> squirt.
0: This is that's one of the bits. Now I'm trying to remember the bits the MPA cut out. Oh yeah, I think that was one. Yeah, we had quite a few cuts out of this yeah. movie. Yeah,
1: they just oh, oh she's they, they cut apart. a lot of this
0: part out too. of her falling apart. Yeah, we had to go for the like lighter weight stuff.
2: So oh, yeah, this it. is where we just started. This is the puppet head that's in Mr. Renoni's Thank house. You. And it was just a, like it was oh, on our team. arm, and we were puppeteering yeah. it up. It was like on a sleeve, and slipped it back, and we had all this blood. That's stuff.
4: The, that's your drill gun, Zero, right? Yeah. Aren't really spraying anywhere, <laughs> Tom? <bomb>. What?
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> so that true. was the whole
2: torso that we built that split apart.
4: Beautiful uh, Brian getting a good uh, political uh, statement in there of uh, Mrs. Chapman beating the hell out of her mm-hmm. husband now in death with a poker. Yeah. Now we get into Mad George's
2: world. There's, uh, no, this uh, is the this blue is screen. Batty Batty Batty. There's a bat in my house. The the one blue screen shot of David Hale. Yep. Those, and then uh, in the background it. is all George, the screen of Mad George's stuff.
4: That was great. There you go. That's Charles Schneider. That's,
6: that, noble that's noble, Craig. Is an actual triple amputee. Yeah. Uh, individual uh, uh, creatures. I came up more so of just you know how offbeat bits and pieces kind of put together look I can get, and knowing Craig, noble, I thought, yeah, I have to use him because this is gonna be like you know the weirdest uh, being that you can ever make, you know. So I made it the huge the leg in the black man's leg <laughs> so it would be really interesting you know that the one thing is the leg and then his real head is next to it and then uh, his right uh, stump I just wanted to have a foot right up against it so it's really tiny midget arm on the one side and then both legs is an, uh, a really bizarre stump and then in the body there's these pieces really look fused together so I had to have uh, muscle being like you know, putting together look. and then I wanted to have his uh, other head you know, put it up on the back, you know. So you really don't know which side is which. is like a real head, or you know, tail. So um, design-wise, that would be, that, that is the most uh, surrealistic character I think I've made. <laughs> half and half is really a good execution, I think. It's, you know, the design is sort of like, yeah, you just kind of like, you know, put the other head in the back, and, you know. But uh, I think it's one, one really, uh, you know, made it is the other arm that is coming out from the elbow. When in the, uh, in the back side, you are really using the both, both upper arms together. And that's sort of like, it really gave a uh, great illusion. Uh, of course, that's a uh, woman in the suit. And uh, you can see her boobs. And that's the one that is really doing the uh, action. And, uh, but the first, you see, you know, like a hideous face, which is sort of like a male. And then, like you know, she turns around immediately. So, uh, but I think it, it really kind of uh, get that uh, really great look. Also, um, when she's a little bit on distance and kind of, you know, you see the full body and she's kind of like you know dancing around, you know, while uh, the things are falling down. It gave a really interesting you know, shot.
0: Well, the ending is pretty exciting. Yeah, lots of good um, horror
1: stuff in there. Yeah, pretty action packed.
4: This was at that cemetery. Now, this is the last day of the shoot here. Uh-huh.
1: I think we ended <laughs> up getting
2: $60,000 to do all the effects. That's what they charge My to <laughs> walk on a
4: set now. Yeah, we get that a week. Um,
2: but, uh, yeah, sixty grand to do the whole show. We had a three-week prep. We shot for, what was it, six weeks, Tom? Five, six weeks we shot.
4: Still
3: shooting
2: it. Is. Still shooting it. Um, it was Fast and Furious.
3: No, but I think, I think this is, you know, when this film was made, was... Kind of our glory years in the business. Well, yeah, it was very beginning, yeah, and we didn't know anything. (laughs) You know, the thing is, is you're probably
5: not. I'm sorry, (laughs) bud. No, go ahead. No, you're you're probably not going to see a whole lot of films like this done anymore. This was like this is like the time when we had all the big crews doing all the practical effects on the sets, actually filming real things, Uh as opposed to like some, you know, you know, somebody that knows no but nothing about reality sitting behind a computer. And uh, just, you know, creating it, one person creating it. This is the efforts of, like, a whole bunch of people. Real
4: men. Wild bunch. (laughs) Yeah.
5: And it's not going to be done anymore. People aren't going to take the time to try to work it out and try to figure these things. This is the the, uh, the prime example of this huge effort to try to get everything on the screen
4: right there and then. And we all still work together, so that should answer your question. Still working with Brian and... See the commercial David and Alan and I made, and Deke was the uh, on-set supervisor, and, and and Bob Kurtzman and Howard made the Stegosaurus head. It's number one, <laughs> Land of Lost Tribal Women for Pevej. Yeah, it's yeah, brilliant. And uh, and just produce a commercial with George directing. So we're all buddies, and still this it's amazing what this film put together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's true. And on Bob's film, you know. George did the paintings, the yeah, we the bizarre paintings.
2: Yeah, did the, the painting of Kane Hodder and...
4: It really did put girl. this film... It's really yeah. amazing, sitting here watching us, you guys put together a group of people that are... the uh, hardcore unit, still going in horror.
5: Yeah, a lot of the same people who worked on your videos are all from this thing too.
4: Yeah, exactly. I don't know man, I mean, in Wishmaster I thought the hours were real good, but ironically I just rapped producing a commercial for Screaming Mad George. Of course, I'm also on the Crow 3 and wrapping a movie called Fever, all working with brighter Reanimator people. But uh, yeah, it was about 20 hour days. But it was also something for, you know, George. You know, and yeah, everyone's passionate and keeps up with it. But uh, when it's something that's idiotically timed out and doesn't have to be like that, the answer is no. You know, there were
5: a lot of mistakes on this film when it came to scheduling wise because we had uh, we'd get in, in the morning at seven o'clock or whatever and put david gale in the bat wings on his head with the appliances on the side of his face and uh literally we'd sit there for the first first unit they said we're getting to him right away we're getting to him right away and before we knew it the first unit wrapped and he was sitting there into the night literally 24 hours with these bat wings on his head and um that's one of my main memories of this whole movie was sitting around with David Gale with these bat wings on his head, Wayne and I and Tom and we're playing <laughs> poker right. just for hours and hours on end because there was nothing else to do. I
0: think it's, you know, it's it's entertaining and I hope and I hopefully it satisfied the fans. You know, there's a lot of people like, you know, a lot of people like it. Horror fans like it, I think, because there's a lot of horrific sequences in it. You know, and they forgive you for a lot else, and I. And certainly, watching it right now, it um, it does have a lot of horrific sequences, especially at the end. I love some of that stuff. The, the effects guys did great stuff. There's mm-hmm. great images of the you know, what's his name's wife. It's what a great zombie. Yeah. You know, creepy, and all those creatures at the end, just thrown in. You know. Well, well, I to
1: see more of them. I mean, I, the I, I'm... The is great. Yeah. You know? I, I'm never satisfied because I tend to watch, it. because I'm an actor, I tend to watch, you know, the, the movie and watch my work and uh, sort of less of an overview. So, and I'm not very kind with myself. So uh, I would certainly like to, uh, you know, get back in Herbert's shoes again and sort of... Uh, and beyond. And beyond, and uh, to, uh, to infinity. And just sort of explore, you know, his evolution, and uh, because he's so he's so interesting and, uh, and irresistibly fascinating, even though he's appalling in his pursuit. He is one of the ultimate mad scientists. <laughs>